Yo, welcome to Beast Podcast. And if you don't know, Beast stands for bringing empowerment and skills together. And that's exactly what we strive to do on this show. We talk life skills, we talk financial literacy, we talk personal development. All these things are going to help you be a better you. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Yo. Hello, hello. Blanco, my guy, how are you? Doing good, man. How about yourself? Been a while. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've been I've been good, man. Honestly, I can't complain. I'm alive and breathing. Um, you know, the ability to have a convo with one of my guys who I haven't talked to in a while, you know, it's a blessing in and of itself, man. Sure. Yeah, bro. Good. I'm glad to hear that. But, um, but shoot, man, let's hop right into it, man. Go ahead and introduce yourself and give us three things you're grateful for. Three things I'm grateful for? Yep. So, Peter Blanco, these and I go way back from college, from <laughs> yoga class. Mm-hmm. The two, only two dudes in that class. But it was a great time. I mean, yoga aside, that's how we really got close. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's one of the few people in my life that I, I mean, you know, he could call me at 3 a.m. and I'd be like, yeah, what do you need? And when you, when you meet somebody like that, you got to keep them around because they don't come around too often. So, very... Just to be honest, these is one of the things that I'm very grateful for because I know that he's always there and I'm always there for him. Mm-hmm. So there's a little ego boost for you. <laughs> uh, um, I'm very grateful for the fact that um, I guess just I, I was raised from an immigrant family. Dad came from Cuba, so we always were taught just work hard and then everything will follow suit. And, you know, I've been very fortunate that that's come true for me. I mean, I'm 26 years old, but I've been very blessed to bust my ass, bust my ass, and I mean, really, it should go where I, have, I shouldn't be able to be at 26 years old, and it's not a boastful way. It's just I'm very proud of the fact that I've worked really hard, and it's paying off. Um, you know, and then. Uh, Truthfully, another thing that I'm very grateful for, and this kind of this kind of leads into the conversation that you and I had the other day, which sparked this. Um, I'd say maturity, because these and I, I mean, we can remember when I would always say, "Yeah, I want a Tesla, I want a Tesla, and whatever." And I mean, yeah, they're, they're nice, and I still wouldn't mind one, but I'm grateful for maturity in the sense that I've grown and kind of learned to appreciate what's really important. Yeah. And I read this. I read this book called Driven. There's a little subtitle to it. I don't remember what it is, but it's basically trying to find a. There's a, there's a theory about a genetic specific gene or, or a couple of genes for people that are wired a certain way, like we are, where you know we're never satisfied, trying to do more and whatnot. And there was an analogy in there. About, uh, I don't remember if it was like martial arts or whatever it was. It was basically a student and a master or a teacher. And the teacher looked at the student and he said, you see this flagpole, I want you to tell me how tall it is. And so regardless of how high the student said, whether he said 10 feet, 20 feet, 50 feet, whatever, he was always wrong. And so eventually he gave up. He's like, look, I don't know. What, I don't know. Tell me. And so the teacher said, the flagpole is both infinite and non-existent, which when you hear that, you're like, what the hell does that even mean? 
So they went on to explain in the analogy that the end of the flagpole is when people say, you know, I'll be happy when, insert here, I'll be happy when I have this job, I'll be happy when I have a girlfriend, I'll be happy when I have a Tesla or whatever car. And the reason that it's infinite is because once you quote-unquote reach the top, you realize that it's not really the source of your happiness anyway. And so you're you're still looking for something else to fulfill that. So that really changed the way that I view... I mean, not to be corny, but I guess life, because I don't really... I've never been one for items, but now I really, like... I don't know. I've wanted a Tesla forever. I've driven all of them. They're all cool, but then at the end of the day, it's just a car. It goes from point A to point B, so I'd, I'd rather have a good friendship with someone like Bees or Travis who I live with or stuff like that and remember those things when I'm 80 years old versus just having a flashy car that I'll forget like the shine I'll wear off in a month or something you know mm-hmm. that's that's honestly a really big point of maturity that I've had over the last probably six months to a year is just changing why I do things and mm. reevaluating. Yeah, I think, uh, and I want, I want, I want to commend you for that too, because I feel like a lot of people in general, and I could put myself in this category, we don't really seek to figure out what really makes us fulfilled, like what really brings us joy, like, and yeah, and I specifically use the word joy instead of happiness because happiness is a fleeting emotion. Like, I could see a bird and it could make me happy. But I could see a skunk and I could be, you know, be sad and disappointed that the skunk is walking towards my way. Like, happiness is a fleeting emotion. And when we try to, you know, be happy by getting things, it's like the perfect analogy of that, that pole, like you mentioned in that book, uh, Driven. Like, right. it's never ending. Like, you're always going to be seeking the next thing that's going to make you happy. And, um, and to be honest, I'm not really sure at what point it was in my life that I kind of stopped seeking things and started seeking experiences that would leave me filled with joy and, and change my perspective on the world and, and and really like look to connect with people. I'm really trying to think of of when that was, but it was definitely a shift, a shift in perspective. Um, and sure. Um, and I think it's powerful too, you know, the fact that, um, we can get these perspective shifts from speaking with other people, from reading books, from a multitude of sources, but it's up to us to really like internalize it and apply it into our daily walk. So, yeah, and it's, it's difficult, I think, especially for people our age. I'm not going to just say only people our age, but I'll say it's probably harder because of the internet because there's that whole flash fame thing where people get famous overnight and then they get a shitload of money and, you know, they're buying all these flashy things and then there's a sense of envy. But like you said, like that doesn't really bring you happiness. It's it's a temporary oh, this is cool kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's funny because I've always said my biggest fear, 
I mean, literally for the last couple of years, my biggest fear was I don't know what I want, what I'm going to do once I do get my Tesla. And I think subconsciously, that was my brain being like, that's not really the source of your happiness. Mm. And then I just kind of shifted my mindset, like you said, and my my definition of rich is not really like, oh, I have to have a certain amount of money or whatever. It's just I don't have to worry about paying my bills and I can do what I want to do. And in, in that sense, I'm rich. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I'm very fortunate that I don't, I don't worry about paying my bills. If I want to go out to eat, I can go out to eat, you know. You know how hard it was for me to buy a new phone, Be Like, I was, <laughs> I was using a four-year-old iPhone with, this, like, a small screen that I got for free. And I was like, you know, I'm tired of this small screen or whatever. I want, I want the bigger screen. And I fought with myself for, like, a week. And I was like, dude, when was the last time you even bought anything? Mm-hmm. So I walked to the Apple store and I bought, like, the bigger, the big screen iPhone. But I was like... It, it's amazing how much torture that was because I'm so disconnected from items. I'm just like, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's same thing, but it's almost to a fault because you need to be able to reward yourself for your hard work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think those those rewards come in, in multiple different avenues, right? Like, you could be rewarded yeah. from, you know, just the work in general, like you do, like me as a coach, as a trainer, like I get the reward, like obviously the monetary reward as far as, you know, them paying for the session, but I get rewarded by seeing that light bulb effect happen when they're trying to understand the concept and they get it. Yeah. Like I get rewarded when they, you know, there, there's one kid I trained, you know, he was very antisocial, was having a hard time having, you know, finding friends. And uh, I worked on all last summer and then, you know, during COVID and come to find out this year, I see him walking around with friends, walking around the neighborhood. Like that's, like, that's something like money can't buy. And it's, and it's so interesting because like, I see, you know, like when I worked, uh, for those who don't know, I lifeguarded for a number of years. I actually still do it today, but I would talk to older individuals who were wealthy, who were retired, you know, who had air quote everything that they ever wanted. And they would always say like, man, like, you know, like, it's just so boring. Like, you know, like I don't have have all these things. It's like, that's not a rich life. Like if you have to, you know, slave away and work, work, work for all these things, but none of these things are bringing you joy. That sounds like the definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. It goes back to that corny phrase, live to work, or work to live, don't live to work. And I mean, don't get me wrong, like, it's good to enjoy what you do, and it's good, and all that stuff. Like, I started a new job about a month ago, and there's going to be a lot of, like, I'm probably going to be working a bunch of overtime in August just by the nature of it, because they're opening a new facility and whatever, and it's my responsibility. But there's a balance to it, and the company understands that, and they're not expecting me to be working 80 hours every week. It's just, I enjoy what I do and the job's got to get done. And so I'll do it. But at the end of the day, I still take off my hat, my work hat. And I I told my boss, I said, I'm going to give you 110% when I'm at work. But after work hours, unless it's an emergency, don't contact me because I'm giving you my all. And, I also have a life. Now, I said it in nicer words than that, but 
Uh, it's, it's important. I mean, you need to enjoy your life. It sounds so stupid and so corny, but it's something that I've truly actually started to accept, like, over the last couple months, believe it or not. Because I would always, I don't know if this is something that you deal with or have dealt with, but I would always have this sense of, like, almost panic. Like, I need to be doing something productive. Like, I could be, I'm sitting here watching something on TV. I, I need to be doing something productive, productive. And that's, like, to a degree, that's not a bad mentality to have, but you're going to burn out. Mm-hmm. And I've been allowing myself to be like, you know what? I just want to watch an anime or I want to play a video game or I want to go out to eat. You know, what's the point of working so hard if you can't take a step back to enjoy it? Right. And it, it sounds so dumb. And it's so probably obvious to so many people. But when you're wired the way we are, it's not obvious to us. And we're always wanting to progress and we're never happy with where we are. And it's been insanely helpful in just allowing me to enjoy, you know, the fruits of my work and just chill. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds so dumb. You'll be okay with not doing anything. Like, yeah. lack, of, lack of motion doesn't mean, like, lack of productivity. Like, you're actually being productive by taking the time to rest and to rejuvenate and to... And, because like you said like you're going to grind yourself to a halt and it's not until you do when you really can't do anything you know i used to i used to learn this the hard way with basketball like i would always Mm -hmm. be in the gym working out all the time and then something would happen to where i can't be in the gym for for a week okay if i would have just took 24 hours i would have been able to consistently keep training but because I was a air quote overachiever and I didn't know any better. I just assumed that, hey, if I want this result, I need to do as much as possible to get this result when really it's it's not that's not the case. Yeah, it's like if I do more I'll get more and there's a diminishing return with that where you're you're human. Mm. My my best example of that was before I moved to Columbus. And I started my business, and I was working a day job too. Um, I would I would wake up, go to work seven to four, and I mean I I ran the other computer shop out of business because they did subpar work. That's what my customers told me, and so I was I was busy. I would go to work seven to four, go to the gym right after, and then I would be no joke working from. By the time I got back from the gym and showered, which was probably six six thirty to ten twelve at night, because I just had stacks upon stacks of computers or phones or tablets or whatever little things to do, and I mean I was making money hand over fist. I was making on top of my day job, depending on the week, one to three grand extra a week, and so like that's that's good money, especially for a twenty two twenty three year old. Like that's crazy. Yeah. But I was I was burnt out. I was miserable. I was always, always like, oh, my God, I got to do something else. And I think that's what really burnt in that mentality of you have to be always doing something. Mm. And granted, call it just being younger, too. As I've gotten older, I've learned to just say no and mm. and say or maybe not. No, but not but not now. And that's been it's been huge. Go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, and even, and even, you know, saying no or not now, or, or even just saying, let me think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, let me, let me mull it over before I just make a decision. Right. Cause we talk about, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation about pleasing people and wanting to help people. And, and, mm-hmm. and Hey, they say it on the airplane. Hey, in case of an emergency, put your mask on first. <laughs> before yeah. you try to, and, Exactly, and, man. And it's so true. Cause we, we often, I got to stop saying we, I know myself, there's a lot of times where I'm trying to help others by damaging myself, meaning I'm already on sleep, I'm already low on energy and I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to pour from an empty cup. Whereas like, and, and it's, and it's hard sometimes, right? When you get socially pressured, you know, somebody's asking you to do something and you don't want to do it. And sometimes you feel obligated to do it. But the thing is like, the obligation, like you have no obligation to do anything that you don't want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think so. I, and I'll pose that as a question where do you think that mentality comes from that I have to do I, to get C? Like, I have to, like, there's no other way around it. Like, where do you think yeah. that mentality comes from? Well, it's funny you ask me that because I was about to basically go there because I think it's a, I think it's a pressure we put on ourselves by our mentality, our perseverance or whatever. But even beyond that, it's, it's almost a sense of like pride and like I want to be that guy for people. I want people to see me as that guy, you know, and, mm. and they, I want them to be able to rely on me, which is good. That in and of itself is a good thing. But you're human, you know, you're not some superhero that can just do whatever in, in, for an infinite amount of time and energy. And whether it's saying no, whether it's taking a night to just recharge metaphorically, whether it's doing something you enjoy, like it sounds so corny, but the the, <laughs> the thing that really made me or helped me to just chill was there's an anime that Travis for those who don't know, Travis is my best friend. I, I live with him. He's been watching it with one of his old friends from college. They'll watch like an episode or two a week online, like they'll Skype or whatever, just to kind of keep in touch. And he's been telling me for months, like, dude, you got to watch this. It's good, whatever. And I, I didn't because I don't generally sit down and watch stuff. And I was like, you know what? Just take a chill pill and just, just watch it. Enjoy something. And I enjoyed it so much, I finished it in like two or three weeks, and they're still releasing episodes in Japan. And I'm like, I, it's, again, it sounds so dumb, but I'm like, wow, I feel recharged. I feel like my mind's, not want to say distracted, but it's like I've been, I've been able to enjoy something for me and not for someone else, whether that's, you know, who I work for or family member or whatever like doing something for me and that that again stupid mundane thing to most people is what's helping me like i bought a phone and i'm terrible at spending money on myself like i bought i bought a lunchbox i've had the same lunchbox for like ever because i I don't know if you're wired this way but i'm like I mean, I got one. It works, you know. Whatever. Things like uh-huh. the things, the things tearing. It's you know, it's like tearing apart and whatever. I'm like, ah, it's it's still one piece. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's it's okay to spend like fifteen bucks 
on a lunchbox that you've had for like seven years. Like it's okay. And I bought a pair of shoes again, like the dumbest thing ever. But I always am just like, oh, I'll buy something. I like to I like to buy shoes that are like stylish but on clearance. And I was like, you know what? Buy the ones you want, regardless of the price. Mm. And it it's so. I, anybody listening to this is like these guys are so wired weird, but when I don't know when you when you just have the brains we do, it's hard to treat yourself, and it feels so good to be like almost like you're not settling. Like I got what I wanted, I got the shoes I wanted, I got the phone I wanted. Like I didn't have to settle for something; I could just do what I wanted to do. Three words for you: treat yourself. That that freedom, yeah, that's true freedom. That's a that's a rich life. Agreed. So, let's give the listeners something tangible. So, if they're you know if somebody's listening to this and they're like, yeah, you know what, I do just you know work for my work, you know work at my job, and you know maybe I got kids at home and I'm always investing in them. What would you recommend mm-hmm. for them? Like some things that they can do to to reward themselves, or maybe to start focusing on themselves a little bit more to help fill their own cup. What are some things that you would uh, advise, recommend? Well, first it's going to be what I just did recently. And that's get out of somewhere that you don't want to be. If you work a day job, uh, um, so I work a day job and I run a side business. I think at your point bees, you're just strictly doing your thing, aren't you? Yeah. I actually just started working back at another gym though. Uh, okay. Starting again. Okay. Well, that's cool. So my last job, I mean, I just wasn't happy. I wasn't doing what I wanted to do. I I hated going into work. I, I was, for my skill set, I know that I wasn't paid properly, all that stuff. And it affected me. I would, I would wait until 5 o'clock so that way I could leave. And then I would dread coming back. Sundays, I was like, ah, oh, damn it, I got to go back tomorrow. And I hated it. And... It's different if you have kids. I understand that, but you still have, because I don't have kids, but you still have to do what's best for you. Because again, you got to put your mask on first. And I've been of the belief, again, this comes from my, my dad, really. You work hard, but do what you enjoy doing, and then the rest will work out. You know, if you do if you do something you hate doing, you're not going to do it as well as something that you enjoy doing. And you're going to have bad days. You're going to have bad weeks, bad months, but as a whole, like I just, just as a example. And again, I don't mean this in a boastful way, but one of my teammates here, the guy who's training me at my new job, he's 45, incredibly sharp dude. But to put it into perspective, I'm 20 years younger than him doing his job. And so that's, I enjoy what I do. I'm always trying to do something better. When I, like, I'm not going to tell you that I, when I'm bored at work, sometimes I don't just stick around on the internet. Of course I do. Anybody who has a free minute to just decompress does. But I'm like learning new things, learning. I work in IT, so I'm like learning how to build servers just on my own because it might come in handy one day or learning networking because I, for some reason, enjoy that stuff. And I recognize that not everybody even may not even know what that is for them yet. I mean, you might be 
working at McDonald's or something, and you could be like a filmmaker and not know it. Mm. Um, prime example, I started playing drums recently. Another one of those things where I was like, you know what, just buy a drum set. You've been talking about playing for years. So I bought an electric drum set. I don't. I haven't had more fun doing anything else in years. Just to play drums for like an hour a day, it's just, it's so intrinsically satisfying. And I don't necessarily have any aspirations to like join a band or do anything with it, but it's something that I'm doing for me because I enjoy it. And who knows where it'll lead to. But like, if you're in a situation where you're just miserable and you have the means to get out of that, do that. Because the money will follow if you enjoy what you do and you're good at what you do and you try. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in my in my interviews for this job, no joke, um, I asked them after I, I got hired, I asked my boss, I'm like, so why did you decide to hire me over, you know, the other people? And he goes, to be totally honest, we wanted somebody who was more seasoned than you, who's been doing IT longer than you, because I've been doing it professionally five to ten years. So I said, okay, well, is there a but with that? He goes, yeah, but you have so much drive, and you're so, you you just seem like you're not afraid to try stuff and admit that you're wrong and learn, and that's way more valuable than somebody who's been doing it for 15, 20 years stuck in their ways. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess the short of it is don't just do something to do something. If you have the means to change your situation and it might take a, it might take a week. It might take a month. It took me about two months to get out of where I was, but you know, in your heart of hearts, if you need to change things up, so start doing that. Yeah. I'm going to, I want to, I want to piggyback off of that and give them another tangible action. I mean, um, for all those people out there who've listened or as I listen to the Bible, they do have audio versions, but read the Bible. Mm-hmm. Jesus was out here saving lives and, and performing miracles, but Buddy was still finding time to go to the mountains and meditate on his own. Oh, yeah. So if if it's good and if if alone time and quiet time is good enough for Jesus, I think it's probably beneficial for us as well. So like, <laughs> definitely. And, and I think that's one of the flaws in our society with with you know social media and technology is it's hard for people to just sit and not do anything so i think once you can actually like one of the first keys to figuring out what it is you want to do and what makes you happy you have to disconnect from everything you just have to disconnect you got to sit with yourself through meditation through prayer through just sitting in the park maybe just journaling but you have to really dig deep inside yourself to uncover those things that that most make you fulfilled because a lot of the scripts that we have they aren't ours to begin with we're usually taught these things in school we usually taught these things through family members usually taught these things through friends like it's not until you sit with yourself that you really recognize what makes you happy what fulfills you and what brings you joy yeah and just to emphasize that, truly disconnect. Like, put your phone away. If you have a smartwatch, take your watch off. Like, what I've been running lately, and after I run, I leave my phone in the house because I don't take it with me. And I've just been sitting 
on the chair on my patio just in silence. Not every time, but just every once in a while to just, one, get a literal breather, but just sort of like decompress. And that's one of the reasons I picked back up running again is because I choose not to run with music. I choose not to run with anything. I just, it's just me and my thoughts. And it's the one time where it's unfiltered and you can just, no distractions, but putting one foot in front of the other and your brain. I'm not telling people to go run necessarily, but I'm just saying, I'm emphasizing what you're saying, disconnect from everything. Be silent. Put your phone away. Turn it off. Just, be bored. Yeah. yeah. And just Honestly. think. Yeah. Because you think about if any time... There was a comedian who did a, a bit about this. I don't remember who it was. He was basically saying how we're so, like, overly stimulated now. He was like, you know, when I was a kid or or young adult or whatever, because he's middle-aged, you know, if I went to the BMV and I was waiting in line, we were just bored. <laughs> like, we, like, we couldn't whip out our phones and do whatever. And he's like, and that's what... Those moments make you introspective. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's sometimes it's oh my god, I hate waiting in this line, and then other times it's just thinking about life. And technology is not bad. That's how you and I are talking. But there's a balance, and we've way way overstepped it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So somebody wanted to want to uh, get in touch with you, maybe connect with you because they're interested in IT or just. Just want to have mm-hmm. a conversation with you. How do they, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Uh, the best way is go to my website, blancoitservices.net. Um, all social media is that too. And I don't care if it's business, personal, or whatever. Um, yeah, reach out to me. Go to my, go to my, the form on my page. I'll get an email for it. We can chat about whatever. I'm not going to say I'm like some corny life coach or whatever, but I really just, I'll tell you what people way wiser than me have told me and so far has helped me. I'm I'm young. I recognize that. So I'm not, you know, there's a whole lot of life that I don't know, but I can tell you what I do. For some reason you value that. (laughs) And every, this is one of the reasons why I started the podcast and it's just, you know, everybody has a story. Everybody has experiences that they've been through. And there's life lessons in those stories and experiences. It's up to us as people, you know, to interact with other people, to, you know, take from those experiences and, and take those learning lessons, right? If I can, you know, if I can open a book and learn and learn the lessons that Elon Musk learned, you know, that could help me in whatever I'm doing. If I could take the lessons of, you know, a 50, 50-something-year-old with a family who, you know, there's lessons to be learned from, and I can use that information to mold my life. So it's always good to connect, man. And it's been good connecting with you today, man. I definitely, I just got my my second COVID shot yesterday, so like this morning, nice. I'm feeling a headache, a little, oh, yeah. you know, body pain. I'm like, man, I ain't, I don't know if I want to do this podcast. I'm like, nah, it's already in the calendar, so so it's a wrap. But yeah, I'm definitely happy. Just I did rest, it. just rest, man. And just a, a final note on what you just said, because it popped in my mind. If there's something that, like, you want to know about and you know somebody who does it, just ask them. Mm. The guy that mentored me with investing, I just asked him one day. He's a, he's a 
become a family friend of ours. And I was just like, hey, you know, like you, you are double my age. You know a lot of stuff that I would really like to know. Could you teach me some stuff? And he's like, yeah, sure. And not everyone's going to say yes, but same with same with work, same with personal, same with it could be a preacher, it could be a welder, it could be bees with basketball, me with IT. Just just ask. I mean, no one knows everything. Mm-hmm. So all we can do is ask. Yeah. What's the worst don't thing they're gonna say? No. Then you're back yeah, to where don't, you're don't, back to where you started. Yeah, don't ask me, bees. I'm gonna tell you no every time. <laughs> Unless it's a podcast conversation. <laughs> Nah, even then, that's a push. That's pushing it. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> and really, like, I definitely appreciate you uh, inspiring me to start my podcast back in, what, 2017, 2018? I mean, here we are, 2021, and I'm over 170 episodes, so. Jeez, that's crazy, dude. That's awesome. Yeah, man. I'm proud Thanks of you, man. You, my friend. Thanks to you. Of course. Well, I mean, you did it, though. Hey, the journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. Heard that. Sorry, my <laughs> friend. I'll let you get to it, man. You have a blessed one, and we'll we'll be in touch soon. Sounds like a plan, man. Take care. All right, boss. Peace. All right. Peace. Yo, thank you for listening to the Beast Podcast. We hope that you learned something and are empowered and inspired to be a better version of yourself. Uh, please go ahead and subscribe, like, share it with a friend, a family member, or anybody who can get some value from it. Uh, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. All right, y'all. Be great.